welcome to the biggest ever Tea and Tight special as we welcome our first international guest who has just come off his fourth UK tour competing for Wrestle Island, Lancashire Wrestling Federation, Title Championship Wrestling, PCW, TNT Extreme Wrestling, and more. He is the biggest wrestler ever, Franco Varga. Thank you wow, for joining us, Franco. That was spot on. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Not a problem. We are, of course, TNT. It's a great British wrestling podcast for great British wrestling. Uh, as featured on Bodyslam.net, brought to you by Power4 TV. I am your host, the Great British Taku, Mr. Andrew Moore, Andy Tumos, and joined as always by the co-host, Big Daddy Dan, Mr. Daniel Allen, just Dan for short. I don't think it can be Big Daddy Dan today. I, I, I think just, just Dan will definitely have to do today because we are in the presence of the big man himself. <laughs> Thank you. I'll take it. I'll take it. Excellent. Because we got the pleasure of meeting you in person uh, just the other week whilst we were uh, at the LWF, the Lancashire Wrestling Federation for their Lancashire Riot, uh, which we did some live uh, pod pod in from. You joined us for a quick two minutes on that. That was absolutely fantastic. Thank you very much for that. Yeah, no problem. So what is it about the UK? Uh, Your fourth tour? You keep coming Mm -hmm. back? Yeah, no, I originally, you know, um, I was brought over by PCW for the uh, the Road to Glory series that they do on uh, the televised ones and all that. And I just um, every year have added a couple of promotions and then, you know, the whole COVID thing. Um, and I actually got to go right after COVID. I got two quick trips in. Um, I, I, you know, they, they it, I was floored to be invited for the 10 year anniversary of PCW. Yeah, I didn't, and in in that company um, that helped me get my British start, I didn't know I meant so much to those fans that they requested me to be there as part of the, the ten year anniversary. So I was, I was honored. I did everything I could to get over, and I was actually the only American that got over, um, because a lot of the restrictions were still, you know, um, I think our country was still considered amber, you know. So I um, I stayed home for ten days prior. I you know I did everything. I didn't even. I just kind of. You know, I just followed everything to a T and I was the only one that got to go. So it was actually pretty, pretty sweet. That's how much I love the fans over there. I took 10 days of doing nothing, stayed in the house for 10 days so I can make sure I can make that show. Well, we can see why the fans took to you, because when you wrestled at the LWF, it was your debut for them and just an instant connection when you come out and you just draw the audience in because that whole biggest wrestler it's not just about your size it is about this whole aura that you seem to have around you as well yeah no yeah i i um you know i like <laughs> i think it's funny when so the power of the internet is you know um why like guys like me can have uh this career on the independence without having to be on tv you know so it's funny to meet people and from the internet that follow me from from you know like england or something for, for this example especially the lwf they come up to you afterwards and say wow you're a lot bigger in person <laughs> so i don't know i don't know if that's a compliment or what but it's cool to as soon as you you come out the curtain half the room knows who you are and hopefully the whole room knows who you are when you're done but um but yeah no i, I credit that to to the internet and just kind of those instant cheers just they're um they're looking me up where i already know who i am so it's actually pretty cool and you were looking them up you were paying attention to what was going on on the card and you were giving them something they hadn't had and you read that crowd beautifully 
Yeah, no, I think, um, you know, I was second to last and I actually wanted to, you guys were in that picture. I actually wanted to watch the the main event, all the, the, the um, Lancashire riot with all the women um, wrestlers, because it was just like unheard of, you know, British wrestling. Um, they had like 14 uh, female wrestlers and there's probably only like maybe 20, 25 total in the country. So I was just like, that's a heck of an accomplishment. So I wanted to watch that. I wanted to see how it, how it went down, but um, it was going to be tough, you know, going so late in the card, you know, they, they were probably thinking I was going to come out pretty early and all that, but for me to ruin Nate Reese's night kind of made my night. So, yeah. <laughs> and was that due to the friendship you made with, uh, oh God, who, Bob Colston? Yeah. Yeah. Bob's a, Bob's a cool guy, but I uh, know I just kind of wanted to come out and, uh, and pick my shot. And um, yeah, that was, I felt like that was the perfect time to come out. Okay. So other than the wrestling and obviously the weather, which is <laughs> miserable all the time, what are some of the other things that you've really enjoyed about being in uh, the UK? Um, You know, this time around, um, I actually got invited to a lot of different restaurants and, and uh, a little bit of the red carpet, you know, they, um, I even, I posted a picture. It was reserved for the biggest wrestler ever. It was really cool to, to, you know, get that little red carpet treatment, but I got to sample a lot of the different foods. Um, I got to, I got to go try um, quick recovery unit, which is another place that reached out to me and said, Hey, we, we know that you like um, cryotherapy. We're, we're in London, come down and check us out. Oh man, I needed that so bad. So it was really nice and go and go do that. Um, so I got to do a lot of things outside of wrestling. I, it was, it was, it, it would make the days a little busier than I would like normally, but it was worth it. It was worth doing. And um, yeah, I, I got to see a lot of Manchester, a lot. I actually got to, um, I refused to be picked up. I always wanted to take the train or a bus because I wanted to see as much as possible. I wish I would have brought like maybe two jackets because it was, <laughs> it was, uh, it was cold and rainy. It was like perfect Starbucks weather every day. Um, but I, I wouldn't do it out. And I just, next time I'll, I'll, you know, next I'll be back in August and I'm still going to bring a jacket just in case, you know. Where are the Sometimes states you get based? The sun in August? Oh, really what was that? Uh, so where in the states are you generally based as a home base? So Philadelphia, that's where I'm at exactly right now. Um, so it's uh, it's about 60 degrees Fahrenheit outside right now. That's kind of typical for this time of year. It's um, we don't get too much of a winter, and when we do, it's we get snowed in, but we don't get too much of a winter here. No, we get uh, about four months of winter, four months of we get we get four months of every uh, season that actually is to have. Uh, now you mentioned food. We both have a bit of a bone to pick here, and that is the fact that you disliked the great big British fry-up breakfast. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Yes, yeah, so I've been I've been doing these things called like uh, these little food reviews, and um, I'm actually I'm actually gonna do one with these bad boys here. Pretty oh, soon. party rings. <laughs> so. Um, I don't know. I, we'll see how that one goes. But no, I think um, the traditional British food, I was a little, you know, I was a little let down to once they told me what was in it, you know, I was a little let down. Um, but no, it was it was fun. It was fun to actually do that video and and um, and just kind of poke fun at the, the foods and all that. But it's 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 all in good fun. It's all purely sarcasm. But but yeah, I um, 
that's what I do all over the world. I try and sample the foods and, and do little videos about them and, and, um, and have people disagree or agree. So, so yeah, it's just, it's all about the reaction. What was I your think, favorite meal while you were over this time? I got taken to a kebab place. I know it's not, it's not British food, but I got taken to a kebab place that, that it was to, to, to die for. And I know it was just like a little hole in the wall kebab place, but um, it's called La Cantina and, and their kebabs were insane. And just, um, I don't know if you can put it up on the screen, but I'll send you the picture of it. You can put it up on the screen. Oh. It was, uh, you know, I barely, I don't even think I finished half of it. You know, I actually take, had to take it to go and they wanted to give me chips with it. I was like, I don't, I don't need any of that. Like it was, this was like half a lamb. It felt like, you know, um, had you had a drink beforehand. No, no, no. Just because I was actually on the way to a show for this one. So I really did. I don't drink before the show. Another thing, another thing that, um, that I learned the, the hard way the first time I, I went over to the UK is after um, typically anywhere, you know, especially here in the States, you have a good match. Everyone, oh, good match. Everything's, you know, great. Um, in the UK, you guys like to bring drinks to the back for the guys if they had a good match. So every, every night, Every night, thankfully, I would have someone drive me to the apartment I was staying at because I just didn't want to be rude and I didn't want to like turn the drinks down. I didn't want to be that guy, so I would just so I would just sip the drinks with the guys. And I'm kind of a lightweight, so um, but I'm also big on just like food. I'm I'm big on trying everything, so I, I tried a bunch of different local drinks and I and I um, a lot of things that you know I, I may or may even if I don't like it, I'm gonna finish it. I think that's the you know the 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 non rude thing to do. Um, so that's kind of what I did. And I, I would leave every day pretty buzzed. So <laughs> that's that, that's that British lifestyle, you know? Awesome. Uh, now I noticed that you took in a few football games while you were over here. Have you yeah. become a fan of anyone? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, and I know, I, I know everyone's gonna, I've always been a fan of Man United and Chelsea. Right. So pretty, pretty big. I know they're like, you know, pretty big teams and all that. But um, I got to check out the Blackburn Rovers. Uh, and I think they're also a pretty cool, like, you know, favorite of mine. I'm going to check out more teams. I've already been, you know, um, told I'm going to. <laughs> by some, maybe by force. Um, but uh, I definitely checked out the Blackburn Rovers. And I thought they were it was nice. It was, it was a cool experience. It was um, – I didn't know that in the U.K. they segregate the fans – the away fans or the visiting fans away from um, the actual fans of the team. That's, that's the home team. So that was actually um, cool to experience and, and see how, um, you know, how different that is compared to the States. We all just kind of sit together and um, yeah, it was, it was, it was an experience. I mean, just to see, I mean, the, the Rovers lost, which made that one side of the building completely louder than the other side. Than the other three sides, you know, but it's uh, it was different. It was definitely an experience for sure. I mean, what do you think of the crowds over here in the UK at, at things like football games? Because it crosses over into wrestling. Wrestling crowds in the UK are very much like you, you know, UK football crowds. The chants, the singing. How does that all, you know, compare to wrestling in the states? Well, I experienced the the most, the rowdiest, the most ruthless uh, at the game. You know, <laughs> the time doesn't stop in football. So the ball actually went out of bounds and a little kid had a ball. I mean, maybe like a f seven-year-old 
and you got adults yelling obscene things at this kid to throw the ball back. The times, I mean, they're losing. They're already losing 2-0. And they're just yelling these obscene things at the seven or eight year old to throw the dang ball back. And I was just like, oh my goodness, this poor kid, please throw the ball back. You know, I was just, I just felt so bad for the kid, but I'm like, that's, those are rowdy fans. They just, um, they're upset at the, at the game, not the kid. So, you know, but, but he was his little face. It was so funny. It was so funny to see upset. <laughs> awesome. Uh, let's talk about some of the matchups you had here in the UK because you had some really big opponents, uh, some of the top names in the UK, some legends on the list, some up and comers. Uh, which is the one that stands out most to you? Well, I will say the fans were right. You know, myself versus Martin Kirby was a, a match. Um, I mean, probably my favorite one on the tour. Um, and it, it didn't feel like, you know, it didn't feel like a lot of pressure. This felt like it was one of those things where it, it was just another match. We're just trying to, you know, have fun. But we're most importantly, like, I, I always try to do anything I do for the fans. And he felt the same way. And it was just one of those, like, magical things. The fans really ate it up. And, um, yeah, it was, it was one of those that was originally scheduled for a different promotion. And when it became available, it was picked up by Top Rope in Burnley. And um, it was a sold-out show um and man what what a match yeah i think that one was good i think um you know there's a kid named bentley in the manchester area that um that one was at um at bolton town wrestling and that one was another another match that was just um i mean you know and give it a few years he's gonna be he's gonna be one of the names that you're talking about every day and then of course uh you know shreddy at tnt was was a lot of fun for the fans and and uh, he definitely showed who the stack that jack daddy was even though he cheat to do it um and then dan evans def definitely impressed me another another cheater of cheaters but um dan evans was an another guy at um at Wrestle Island that definitely impressed me and, and a lot of the fans were, were loving that match and there's clips already out there that probably one of the rowdier crowds between them and LWF were you know those are some really 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 rowdy crowds so yeah um, I had a lot of fun on this tour though lots of fun lots of good opponents not one I don't think I had any bad matches really I think um, everything was fun everything was good and um, you know as British wrestling I think I went into the mentality of I wanted to show, I wanted to bring something different to every show. And um, I wanted to kind of connect with the crowds at every show. And I, I think I did. So it was pretty fun. Martin Kirby, he's a very unique wrestler. Yeah. Have you seen much of his work prior to this? Or did you go in blind and were kind of surprised by some of his antics? No, yeah, I, I purposely, I wanted to not look it up because I, you know, and I kind of want to do that. Um, I've been doing that for a few years now where I just, I don't want to look up the guy. I don't want to create these expectations. Um, I want everything to be as organic as possible. So no, I just, but I've heard the name. I mean, I heard the name a lot, um, especially when we first got put together the excitement of that, but from the fans and, and all the, the engagements online. So I knew it was going to be something that they wanted to watch, but I know now why, I mean, he's, it's it's all over the place it's, it's a little bit of comedy definitely hard-hitting stuff and he's very lovable to those guys so they loved they loved uh martin kirby so yeah it was very fun i'm gonna be seeing him on saturday nice tell him i said hello he's uh 
he's definitely one of the top guys on, in the UK for a reason. So he definitely proved that to me. A one of a kind. He actually only just came out of retirement last year after he uh, retired initially following his tour of uh, Dragon Gate. So he's very lucky that uh, he was available. And uh, as you say, somebody whose comedic timing is just as good as his actual ability as a technical wrestler. Definitely. Yeah, that definitely sums him up in, 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 a, in a sentence right there. It's great comedic timing and he's, he's great in the ring. So. Now, uh, you mentioned Shreddy, TNT Ignition, Sky's the Limit. It's actually available right now on Powered 4 TV to go watch. I've seen it. It was brilliant. Uh, one of the bigger heavyweights of the UK scene, although average size for America, <laughs> one of the bigger heavyweights of the UK scene. What do you make of the heavyweight scene in the UK right now? Um, yeah, no, I think, I mean, you got some really good heavyweights like, like Will Cruz, you know, he's out there, uh, as a, as a true heavy. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, Shreddy's definitely, I would still say, call him a heavyweight. He definitely can hang. Um, you got the yes and Reese's Eddie Ryan's. I mean, you guys, um, you guys got some good talent out there as far as the heavyweight goes, but, um, your heavyweights look a lot different than our heavyweights, you know? <laughs> so I think that's where, you know, I think, um, if I stood next to Shreddy, I think I'd be, I was definitely the bigger guy in the match. Um, but I, they, they're strong. I mean, they're got, those guys are strong. So, um, I can pick up a guy straight from his knees. I look like I did in that match and, and slam him. And I'm sure a lot of those guys can do really, really great things. Um, they just tend to cheat when they're outsized. You know, I think that's the, that's the theme, uh, with that is it, it tend to cheat. They get, they tend to get desperate and cheat. So can't really blame them. We do turn out some good villains. There's no two ways about that. Yeah, that's true. Liam Regal, Doug Williams, yep. all the best scoundrels uh, are British. <laughs> right. Chick Cocky Knight, one of the original lovable villains of London. Uh, we interviewed his, uh, he was, it was his nephew, wasn't it? Who came it was indeed his biographer. Yeah, it was absolutely fantastic. Uh, but uh, PCW, uh, you mentioned being with them competed with them before on the Road to Glory tournament, which they are redoing this year. Uh, yeah. Are you planning to be part of that, maybe? Or can we not say yet? I I can say I, I actually am going to miss this one. It'll be the first one I've missed in a, in a while. But, um, no, it's, uh, you know, my heart goes out to PC, PCW. I wish them all the best. But they're, um, they've, I've been over every tour for them. Um, they're like home. They're like family, you know, so – Love, love PCW, and um, they're going to kill it. I, I know they're going to crush it again with uh, the Road to Glory. So I think it's a Canadian versus um, uh, the rest of the world. I, I think it's Canada. Canada's pretty heavy this tour for them. And, um, of course, Britain, some, a little bit of, I think, maybe some USA in there. I don't know. But I know they have a lot of Canadians coming over for this Road to Glory. So it should be fun. Vaughn Vertigo is the big name, I think, coming out of Canada over for PCW this year. It should be uh, fantastic. He's got a match against Leighton Buzzard. I don't, so I'm not sure if you've heard of him, but fantastic yep. uh, wrestler, ICW, and uh, more. While you were over with um, PCW, I believe you were doing some training with them as well. Yeah, I was actually the guest trainer for the month of February at PCW and it was um it was really interesting you know in the beginning um I, I do like a little formula where I uh doesn't matter how you know 
knew you are or how long you've been in there. Um, I force you to do a promo and I force you to do a match. And then by the time we're done, we do another promo and a match and we kind of see the improvements over time. There's a lot of homework. You know, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of the kids were like homework. This is wrestling. Mm-hmm. No, it's going to be homework. There's going to be some things. So I got them in the habit of doing homework and actually, um, you know, training doesn't turn, you don't turn it off. You know what I mean? You, you actually, you can train, uh, you can really take things from movies and TV shows and all sorts of things. You can really be thinking about character improvement at 99% of the time. Um, so, so that's kind of something that I got them used to, you know, a lot of those guys went from barely bumping. Uh, it's no exaggeration. I mean, if, uh, they made their own post about it, but barely bumping to, to being able to do like a six minute TV style match um, all in the span of a month. So I'm super proud of those guys. There's about eight of them um, that were consistently there as far as students and all that go. But yeah, super proud, super proud of those guys. And, um, and I did other seminars and stuff throughout the country, but, but I was there every Tuesday and Thursday with those guys and doing, you know, doing the homework and giving them the stuff to do. Um, and then hopefully um, it'll stick with them and, you know, they'll know that formula, the formulas work. And, and once they get so good that they can break the formula and redo the formula on their own, you know, hopefully um, it's one of those things that sticks with them for a while. I was lucky enough to see you talking to um, an aspiring wrestler at Lancashire Wrestling Federation. I'm not going to say about the conversation because it's it was your conversation with them, but it was just lovely seeing you give the advice to this guy who really wanted to know and was a bigger guy as well and wanted advice from how to wrestle a bigger guy. And it was just a really lovely thing to see you taking the time to talk to that up and comer. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not above, I'm not above any of that. You know, I think, um, you know, I, I had a seminar earlier and this is another great feeling, you know, um, just as a coach, um, I had a seminar earlier in the day and that wrestler, I think that you were, you're uh, mentioning is uh, he was in the, in the seminar and it was great to see just the things that I teach in the seminar uh, being used in the match that night. And then for them, him to come back and, and, and actually also his opponent, uh, come back and say, wow, yeah, you were right that we're going to keep doing that. That made that definitely made a lot, life a lot easier. So, um, you know, that kind of warms my heart a bit. No, but <laughs> but it's, you know, I try to teach this uh, communication and things like this, how to how to connect to people, how to, you know, making it more about um, the fans than yourself, you know. So um, so it was it was cool to see that being used that same night and actually that light bulb actually going off because it's it's one thing that you know the light bulb kind of flickers during the seminar but for for it to be used during the match and really see like it really goes off um they come running up to you like oh my god you're so right like can i you know so so it was one of those things i mean there's there's more questions after once they see that oh this works can i ask you more questions about it but i was i was that guy once too you know so um, that's kind of why I, I just smile and answer all the questions I can about it while I'm there, you know. Okay, so we like to ask most of our guests a question about young competitors who they think is coming up. Uh, so let's it's maybe two names that really impressed you throughout your tour, young guys that you might have seen wrestle more than once, and somebody who, yeah, just a couple of people who you thought might be tip for stardom in the UK. Yeah, um, so... I think um, Dan Evans is going to be a name in the UK for sure. I think, um, you know, Bentley is going to be a name in the UK for sure. There's a kid, um, uh, Axel Strife, not your traditional wrestler, but he's going to be one of those guys you just love to hate, kind of like your Kevin Owens kind of guy. Um, 
And then um, I don't, I don't want to say her name incorrectly, but I think it's Tonga. Yeah, very, Tonga, yeah. yeah, very, very uh, impressive already for, for someone who's already just been doing this a, a few. And then um, of course you got, you know, uh, Lana Austin's going to break through that, 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 whatever ceiling that, that there is, she's going to be a megastar um, if she's not already. And uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think that's kind of my list as far as, the, you know, the guys that I saw that, um, that really have like that five to 10 year potential. Yeah. I mean, they're going to be, they're going to be huge. Excellent. All right. So let's play a little bit of let's get to know Franco a little bit. Uh, so how long have you been competing all together? Uh, so in a few days, it'll be 10 years. Ooh. <laughs> and what made you first start out? So I went to this, this tryout, um, and it really wasn't even my idea. I actually went with a friend of mine who actually got cut from the tryout and I got picked and it was a really weird car ride back home. But, um, but that once I took those bumps and I, 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 I love, I fell in love with wrestling through the process of becoming a wrestler. So I was a, I was a fan of the attitude era and stuff, but I, like a lot of people, I stopped watching when all those guys left and it just became boring. So I stopped watching, but through the process of becoming a wrestler and the physicality and the actual, like all that, I fell in love with it and I just couldn't, couldn't let it go. So yeah, 10 years of that. Oof, my back. <laughs> my, your knees. Yeah, my knee. Oh man, did you see that meme? I hate, here's the thing about me. I, I get memes from time to time and I get really upset. And my wife tells me to not be upset about it, to kind of take it with, you know, like a grain of salt. Or be, I should be proud about it, but I just, I just can't. So <laughs> those things really bother me a little bit, but uh I know she's probably making a scrapbook of all the memes that I've been, you know, uh, memed, I guess, if that's the, the, the correct way to say that. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, now when I see memes of other things and all that, I, I, I try to not laugh about them because I, I know how I feel when I get memes. So. Uh, who's your biggest influence as a wrestler? Oh boy. I, you know, I, I would say that's a tie between uh, Big Ben Vader and Bam Bam Bigelow. Um, those are two, my two, you know, honorable mention, um, Razor Ramon, not, not the Scott Hall, but the actual Razor Ramon character. Cause for someone to play that character so well, um, it was, you know, it was one of those things that like, I know, I know people say gold dust a lot, but there was a lot of like hidden things in that character, but the actual Razor Ramon, um, the accent, the, the all that, it was just purely, um, you know, an acting job on his part. Plus he had to wrestle. So. So yeah, those are my those are my three. Love Vader. Yeah, yeah, he's you know, I actually got to ride in the car with the British legend um, Tony Sinclair, and we spoke about Vader because he was one of the people who helped train Vader from the ground up in Germany, and uh, yeah, he was you know just after after he watched my match and for him to say yeah, you remind me a lot of him and I could see the influence, it was definitely meant a lot to me. So yeah, it was one of those things where I was just like, man, that's as close as it gets. Now, we ask about uh, a Mount Rushton, our version of a Mount Rushmore. Uh, but uh, so we're going to, but we'd like to have it as a, there should be more personal connection. It shouldn't just be who you think the four biggest wrestlers in the world are. But on a personal level, who you think have done m so much for the business and yourself, uh, who would be on your Mount Rushmore? So my personal Mount Rushmore, well, you know, no secret, Ron Simmons and I are very close. So. I have to put Ron Simmons on there. He's, um, 
you know, he's the, I was at like year number six touring in Canada. Things weren't, you know, so great. And I was kind of just like, okay, if I stop now, I can, you know, and I won't have bad back and bad knees. And then, you know, if I stop now, I can start something else, maybe acting and, I, and I'll be okay at that. And just getting close with him. And I, I mean, it's one of those things where we talk almost every, you know, every other week, but um, just getting close with him and like really seeing what it took and, and really give him a chance. Like he says, getting out of my own way. Uh, it really, it really helped me like make that, you know, make that band and actually, um, start to progress in my career and actually like started to see like I got out of that rut and I started to be you know semi main main event kind of thing or special attraction guy you know because I started to to listen to what he had to say and really try to implement those things so definitely definitely Ron Simmons um you know another person was Carlos Colon um you know just another one um immensely I mean I was I was sent there from um, you know, it's a trial with Gerald Briscoe and, uh, he pulled out his phone and said, Hey, do you speak Spanish? You want to go to Puerto Rico? And boom, boom, boom. Next thing I know, um, <laughs> just super, super green, super underprepared, but you know, I got given a shot when a lot of people, you know, were in line. I got, I got to cut the line. Um, so it was, it was, it was super bizarre. And then just to, you know, one of those tough love kind of people. So definitely, um, you know, I, I respect the heck out of that. That's kind of how I am with, with a lot of people as well. It's just, um, there's, it's a tough business. So, you know, you got to develop the tough skin with tough love and all that. But, uh, and then, uh, let's see, number three, uh, definitely the rock just because it's, it's, he's inspirational on so many different levels. Um, and I know, you know, people try to make fun and all that, that he left super early, but, um, he was just one of those people that, just became bigger than wrestling, but never forgot about it, you know? Um, and then uh, one of the, just one of the, my favorite people on the planet, uh, Bret Hart, just, um, just the guys probably, you know, probably knows more about wrestling um, than anyone ever is going to learn. You know, he's just, he's changed what wrestlers look like. He changed what, how wrestlers work in the ring. He changed a lot of things about wrestling in his, in his WWF run. Um, so definitely, definitely Bret Hart. Um, and then, I mean, I think that's, you know, honorable mention, right? I think we're going to do honorable oh, mention. Yeah. One honorable mention. Let's get, let's get a Bret in there. Uh, yo, by far Doug Williams. Um, definitely. You know, just being around Doug and just um, I actually got to ride up with him from London um, and just just being around him. And he actually got he actually taught me how if I was going to drive in the UK, he actually said, kind of taught me what all the signs meant and all that. And, uh, but no, he's a super down to earth guy. Um, just that match with him. Um, you just learn a lot about pacing and a lot about the crowd and a lot about just the style and just kind of just one of those people that you just you expect him. You know, I mean, if anyone in the UK is going to have an ego and have the red carpet rolled out, um, it should be that guy. And he's not like that at all. He's just super down earth. This, you know, it's just it's just wrestling. And funny story. Um, we we were we pulled up to PCW, the 10 year anniversary show. And oh man. And uh so we, we, we come up to the Reva. We actually came in through the front um, and there were some fans waiting outside and uh, they, they're like, Oh, it's Vargas. It's Doug. And then they're like, can I get a picture? So I stopped and take a picture 
and uh, they're like, hey, Doug, can I get a picture? And and this this guy, I don't know, I don't think he realized what he was saying, but he goes, I used to watch you when I was when I was a kid. This was a thirty year old man, you know. <laughs> so I immediately start smiling, uh, and he just goes, oof, yeah, let's just do the picture. And then he just as the, on the way upstairs, he goes, hey, that's gonna be you one day. Quit quit smiling. So. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just one of those cool bonding things of, of just like, you know, people just know him forever. And he's just he has such a long story career that, I you know, I hope I get that. Um, don't tell my wife, but, I you know, I hope I, I can wrestle when I'm 55 and all that. Like, you know, so he's, he's still crushing. It still looks like a million dollars. He definitely I know people call him the, you know, the ambassador of wrestling as far as British wrestling goes. He's definitely earned that name. So, yeah, Doug Williams, definitely, definitely my British wrestler of all time, all time. Two of the um, guys that you mentioned there have just had some some big TV bits. Um, Ron Simmons just had his interview on the Stone Cold podcast on the network, which is a brilliant watch. Um, really, really good. Uh, but all of those interviews have been. And then I, I, I'm going to make an assumption here, bearing in mind that you are in America. Did you watch the Super Bowl? I was actually in England. Uh, oh. So I tried to stay up. I made it to... I think the I didn't get to watch the halftime show, but I made it to like the middle of the second quarter, and I I just passed out. But I had to I had to watch it in bits and pieces the next day. But yeah, and I was I was in England. My brother stayed up to watch you over here. <laughs> yeah, I tried. I just uh, I couldn't do it. Well, I've been very English. All I've watched is the halftime show, which was amazing, um, <laughs> and the Rock's um, intro. And it yeah. was great to see the rock back. Yeah, no, he, he definitely uh they brought him back for a wrestling promo to start um the Super Bowl, which I a lot of people thought was weird. And again, it's one of those things where like he there's all sorts of memes about it because it, it was a little out of place. But I try not to laugh at those memes because I know how it is. I know how it is. He just tried to fool and it, it kind of turned into something else. <laughs> he's the owner of the XFL. <laughs> yeah. Collaboration between the XFL and the NFL. Um, so it's actually pretty cool to see him like kind of spearheading that. But but the internet is brutal. They're harsh. It's harsh to to be to be an entertainer now and, and just be on the internet. Just any little thing you say, do, or wear can become a meme. It's crazy. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad I didn't grow up with social media as a kid because oh I could not look back of my life like so many people can do these days i i sure as hell wouldn't be an elected councillor i can tell you that <laughs> it's, it's it's a rough it's rough now it's rough okay let's talk about uh what have you got coming up i think i just saw you announce for a match with tjp uh njpw strong superstar tjp uh who's that for yeah so that one's uh for first time ever um events that one is called first time ever tulsa um so yeah that one's it's selling pretty well and it's going to be one of those things where um all matches are truly first time ever matchups that's kind of the theme of the show so um i mean you got sam stackhouse from gcw versus drew hood another night another name that you're going to hear in a few years um pretty consistently you got leon ruff from nxt and uh, he's going up against um, Jake Hollister, another name that you're going to hear for for a lot, a long time. Actually, uh, I was on tour with him this previous tour. I brought him along, and uh, he actually just wrestled Jody Fleisch. That one's going to be on Fight TV pretty soon, first time ever UK. So 
um so yeah no it, it was it's, it's gonna be a stack super stack show you got miranda gordy the you know the, the daughter of um you know it's legend and then oh and then uh she's wrestling renee uh, michelle so uh from wwe and so it's good it's, it's it's one of those shows oh my god how could i forget it's hosted by raven ecw tna wwe wwf i mean every letter that's that's ever been put together he was part of so but yeah it's it's a super stack show and i saw something with north star pro wrestling uh you're gonna be on the same card as roh superstar impact superstar right now pco yeah 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 so a lot of people are already <laughs> speculating the matches i can't say who i'm wrestling wrestling yet but yeah um you know, Simon Gotch, you got myself, you got PCO and, and um, you know, Lady Frost, Savage Gentleman. I mean, it's it's Renee Michelle's on that as well. But even bigger than all of us put together, the original Hulk. You can meet the original Hulk, Lou Ferrigno. Um, wow. Hosted by Lou Ferrigno. So, yeah, hopefully I don't get punched in the face by the Hulk. Uh, hopefully I don't. Um, but uh, <laughs> that would be meme worthy. But that would be that would be meme worthy. Hopefully, hopefully that's not how I find myself on TMZ. But you never know. <laughs> uh, and of course, you are possibly coming back to the UK. Anything to announce? A teaser? Yeah, no. It's um, I've been I've been like shoved in a corner and threatened. So <laughs> I better I better come back. So yeah, I'll be back in August um it already sounds like it might even be an even longer tour uh again don't tell my wife that but uh but yeah no it's 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 uh a lot of new companies a lot of a lot of the same companies but um but yeah it, it should be fun and hopefully um we get a lot more shows and um yeah a lot more seminars. i've already been asked to do a lot more seminars and things like that so um i'm all about it i'm all about doing hopefully um so the first part of the seminar is already done and then we come back and and um and kind of see how they've progressed and maybe do like a like a follow-up you know that would, be, that would be fun to do but yeah no i think um i think there's no secret you know i've already been threatened i'm coming so i'm coming back so august is the month so i'll be back uh in august you'll start seeing the stuff around uh probably. you must have got the please come back charm uh, a few times <laughs> yeah it's like it's one of the, my favorite ones you know uh, but yeah please come back and this is awesome and um uh the, the the my classic one when i go to the uk it's oh everything is <laughs> a big build-up so they're super into it when they're into it they're into it when they're not they're not so yeah i'm uh i'm glad i'm on the the first part of that <laughs> I hope you get to come to some of the um, southern promotions so that it's a hell of a lot easier for me to come and see you. Yeah, yeah this time, you know, I think I did CWP last tour uh, versus Joe Redman. Uh, that was in Southampton. I definitely want to return to Southampton. Um, I definitely want to wrestle in London, uh, you know, again. And um, so hopefully, yeah, we'll do a bunch of um, <clears throat> back and forth. But but as far as... Um, you know, as far as northern, the northern England, they love me. So I know, I know it's going to be one of those like, you know, a big long tour in northern England. Again, this time I'll bring two jackets and maybe even one of those hand warmer things. You know, you know, you never know. You never know anymore. He, he left his jacket and his hot water bottle at the place that we were staying at up in Lancashire. So <laughs> insane. We 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 did have to leave it like uh, 
eight o'clock in the morning the next day. It was it was a long day. We were dying across because I was dying across east to uh west. Oh sorry, west to east. He was going north to south. Oh boy. Yeah, no, I, and and now I will definitely bring one like an umbrella too. I definitely gotta get an umbrella as well. Just because yeah. Wet, windy, rainy. That's the UK. August, we can get some nice weather, so you you might want to bring at least one pair of shorts with you. I don't. I don't trust. <laughs> I don't trust. <laughs> I was told the weather's going to be decent. Yeah, I don't know. Decent. I don't know people. who told you that. February. <laughs> the weather was brutal. All the canceled trains. That was a. That was an experience. So. That, that's just an everyday occurrence. Don't worry about that. Yeah, I was going to say. That's, yeah, that's unfortunately nothing new to us. Council train. Uh, you just find a way around it. Bus service. Yeah. <laughs> I had to. I was. Yeah. I felt so lost. It doesn't really, you know, I grew up in New York City, and that doesn't really happen. Um, so mm-hmm. I felt so lost. I had no idea what to do. Uh, it's, uh, we, we, I, I look forward to seeing you back in the UK. I'm in the North, so I, I'm sure I'll see you in the North. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on here with us again, Franco. Thank you so much for joining. Oh, Dan, do you have something? I do. I just want to say, um, while you were over here, your merch, um, you had a couple of awesome bits of merch. Your T-shirts are gorgeous. You yeah. had a poster um, of a, um, a, a, a comic book version of you destroying mm-hmm. a city a la Godzilla. You look, that was just a wicked poster. Where can people order those? And also, you had some amazing Pokemon-style <laughs> cards. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you can get all that stuff at francovarga.com. That, uh, that poster is actually part of a, of a book series that's coming out, The Misadventures of Franco Varga. It's all just like the, the quirky stories and things that um, – nothing too deep or anything like that, but just, just uh, the funny things that have happened in my career that are story worthy. So, um, yeah, it's just like, um, it's like a little 10 page thing that comes out a little bit, I guess like a comic book or a graphic novel or something like that. But, um, but yeah, it's a series of four books and that's the poster for the first book. Yeah. So the artwork's fantastic. People need to get online and have a look at that and order it. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's one of, it's, um, that one, that one was uh, inspired by my, my favorite character of, of all time, as far as comic books is Thanos. I was, um, big on Thanos for a long time and I I really didn't like how they portrayed him in the movie I think um he was actually a lot bigger in the comics but um yeah he was the conqueror of worlds and and I um I uh I try to conquer you know different countries and I go there for a little bit and then you know leave and come back and all that so it kind of it kind of fit a little bit but yeah it was just one of those cool ideas that I definitely wanted to throw a, a tribute to that's awesome Right, uh, you will hopefully be coming up north to see Franco in the summer in August. We thank you for joining us on this awesome special. And remember, folks, don't feed the trolls. <laughs>